Episode 77, Dane, the Tyron Smith episode of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. <laughs> Which means we might play about 10 or 15 minutes of it, and the rest of it we're going to be missing, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> episode 77 of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. My name is Deontay Epps, joined by my ace, my best man, my guy, Dane Beasley. Dane, how you doing this morning, early morning of March 10th? Doing pretty well, man. Doing pretty well. Um, <laughs> yeah, doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. You know, just chilling, big chilling. Uh, yeah. Ready to talk about some very interesting things, yeah. man. Some great things, bro. I don't know if you're going to preface the episode with anything, any spoilers, but I mean, if I, if I may. If hey, I, go ahead. We got, I mean, we got a. Super Bowl winning quarterback to just switch conferences. And now he's going to be surrounded by some talent on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I'm talking about, uh, you know, first round <laughs> bust Carson Wentz here. I knew you about that. I, was <laughs> I, I knew it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I need kidding. To I'm that kidding. Up. Yeah, man. Uh, crazy jokes. Yeah, I'll leave it. It's just jokes. Crazy uh, quarterback news, obviously. Um, seems like the NFL is rivaling the NBA's offseason of how crazy all the moves have been. And um, drama. And drama, exactly. And uh, may, may I speak, sir? Oh, of course. Please have the floor. The red carpet right. is rolled out for you, uh, Negro Domus. Just my mic. <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> I knew it. Guys. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. When people said Aaron Rodgers to Broncos, I said, no, I want Russ. When they said Deshaun Watson to the Broncos, I said, no, I want Russ. I said it in November. Said it in December. Said it in January. Said it in February. And lo and behold, the Lord said, son, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless the Broncos. Russell Wilson. Pending all the legalities and the contract signing and all these things, but he passes physical. He's a Denver Bronco. He's going to be a Denver Bronco. Crazy news breaking this week. Uh, the trade negotiations apparently have gone down the past few days, and the Broncos mm. agreed to send Drew Locke. Thank you, Lord. No offense. I am not. I mean, no offense is okay. I've had my gripes with him about his toughness, his blocking mentality, you know, his. You know, there are games where he just explodes, where he's just, you know, have those games where he's great. But then there's changer. other times where there's other times where he's just not not playing at a great level. And so we sent him. The, will. Yeah, we sent him and Shelby Harris, two first round picks, one in this year's draft, which is the number nine overall pick and one in next year's draft two second round picks and a fifth mm-hmm. round pick for Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick. And I mean. Obviously, the, the the Denver Broncos' problem the past few years, ever since Peyton Manning has left, man, has been the quarterback position, mm. right? The defense, although it hasn't been – the last two or three years, the, the defense has been elite, like enough to where you can make a deep, <laughs> legitimate playoff run. Yeah, it has. Above average. I'd say above average. Above average. I'd say top five defense. 
I don't, I don't have the stats in front of me. I'm, I'm, we're just gonna so, roll with it the, now because in I'm, the words of your boy, and you, in the words of your boy, academics, uh, I call him <laughs> academics. Uh, in what way though? <laughs> in what way though? <laughs> in what way though? Uh, man, it, it's always been a quarterback away, right? And mm-hmm. Drew Lock, uh, yeah, Drew Lock, the future, you know, the we, we, we 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 gave him two or three years, right? He couldn't beat Teddy Bridgewater last year in a quarterback competition. Had Joe Flacco there for a few years, couldn't beat Joe. Okay. I mean, he's had his chances, right? And you know, you with a move like this, you you have to make it if you're the Denver Broncos. I, history lesson, quick quick oh. history lesson. Oh, okay. Who won the Super Bowl this past season? I think it was the not the Detroit Lions, the Los Angeles Rams, right? Yes. Okay. Matthew Stafford traded there from the from the Lions. Won right. a Super Bowl. Okay. The year before that, Tom Brady left New England to go to Tampa Bay. Won a Super Bowl his first season. I follow. Right? So it's a pattern here, right? We see these big name quarterbacks switching franchises. Franchises that probably a quarterback away, right? And we, we've seen immediate success. And that's not to say that this translates exactly that way, but mm. putting Russell Wilson on the Denver Broncos roster. And I'm 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 a Denver Broncos fan. Everybody knows that, what? but I'm taking a step. Yep. I'm taking a step back. Okay. You Allegedly. put Russell Wilson on that team mm-hmm. and not having to give up Jerry Judy, which I thought was going to be a possibility. Not having to give up Cortland Sutton. That's not having to give up KJ Hamler. Not having to give up Tim Patrick. Mm-hmm. Running backs. Uh, Javante Williams is still there. If we can re-sign Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon is there. And I'm, I mean, I have a feeling Melvin Gordon and Russell Wilson were teammates in college. So I feel like Russell Wilson, or excuse me, uh, Melvin Gordon will want to re-sign and come back and run it back with, with this team. I mean, how can you not say this is not an opportunity for the Denver Broncos to make a, a Super Bowl push this season? Putting Russell Wilson, Super Bowl winning quarterback on that roster, on the offensive side, got Nathaniel Hackett now as the head coach, an offensive-minded guy who worked with um, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Look, what people don't know, he was also the offensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars that year. They took uh, Blake Borders took them to the AFC Championship, and he was uh-huh. able to work wonders on him. So, and then of course we talk about the defense mm-hmm. pairing. You know, the defense is you know just holding love, it down long enough. Love average you know, carrying the war. No, no. No, what I'm saying, they're they've carried the team. This yeah, you know, absolutely. when the offensive struggle. So um I think it's it's a perfect matchup. I think, you know, when I when the news dropped, I did text you. That that was funny. I'll say that I texted you. I said we got Russ and Dane, Dane thought I meant we got Russell Wilson to come on the podcast, which was yeah. I was so hyped and I was like, wait a minute. Man, this is exciting. And about five minutes later, uh, while I was on the call at work, I was saying, you know, somebody calls you. It's typically not, you know, it's not courteous to put them on hold. Like somebody calls you and they put you on hold. I was like, okay, bet. So I, you know, hop on Twitter, scroll like Russell Wilson, you traded to the Broncos. I was like, oh man, this whole time dude was happy about Russell Wilson coming to his team. I thought he said, oh bro, we got I'm Russell sorry. on the podcast. I was so like, first, my first question was like, which Russ? And I was like, 
Russell Westbrook or Russell Wilson? Hey, I don't, I, I mean, Westbrook no one, nothing to do with a podcast right now. Yeah, absolutely but, not. But yeah, I was, yeah, you I, know, after the dust settled and I realized this was a more celebratory reason for you uh, about your team, I was, okay, that's that's cool and all. That's good. Let me take yeah. my brother, see, I, see if he's still alive and okay in his, inside of his body. His spirit's yeah. still inside the flesh of his body. So, yeah. I'm, I'm and then, of course, out, man. Bef- but, um, the AFC West now, right? With hmm. Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Derek oh, Carr. You know, he got the Raiders into the playoffs last year. Absolutely. You mean you you can argue this the you know best quarterback division in football? But <laughs> what what what? Yeah, I'm a, I've talked for the first seven eight minutes about about Denver. What you think about the trade, Kevin? Um, I was for one, I was excited, man. Y'all have an opportunity to beat the Chiefs again, bro. Like. That's yes. uh, going. That's yes. going to be a, a marquee game now heading into the season with the opportunity to potentially play three times in one season. So that's that's huge. Um, my my main concern was more my immediate thoughts like, dang, that must suck for DK Metcalf and and Tyler Lockett. Like those guys, you know, they've been phenomenal with the support that they received from Russ, and to see that all go completely downhill uh, with their new quarterback. Under, I mean, I'm assuming their new quarterback under center is going to be your boy, the franchise, Drew Locke. So it's like... Well, that was, yeah, that was another question I was going <laughs> to ask you. So Denver sends, Denver sends them, you know, two first-round picks, two second-round mm-hmm. picks, and a fourth, I believe. Um, I don't know. Do they roll with Drew Locke or they Here. look at a quarterback in a draft or the do thing. they package those picks for somebody like Deshaun Watson? Here's the thing. Now, Deshaun, it's a very time-sensitive situation because tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, Deshaun Watson, he has that, I think, that grand jury situation, so they right. bring up evidence, and you could see a bunch of teams fall back from whatever, you know, ha- it could potentially, a bunch of teams could fall back based on the evidence that's, you know, provided in, you know, to the public. But they might have, with this coming after the combine and in the middle of pro days, they might have fallen in love with the quarterback, bro. With him having now having what, the number nine pick, right, of this particular mm-hmm. draft, they might have fallen in love with the quarterback. And the interesting thing about this draft, uh, there isn't uh there isn't a solid QB one. I mean, you you might have, you know, Kenny Pickett on is the number one guy on some boards, and of course you might have Malik Willis is the number one guy on other boards, but there's no consensus on the number one guy for plenty of positions uh, entering or coming into the, the draft here in a few weeks. But that being one of them, they might've fallen in love with somebody at the combine. Um, so who knows, but if they did, this is the perfect opportunity for them to start a rebuild. You have a, a seasoned head coach uh, with questionable <laughs> time management and play calling, but the opportunity to bring in uh, or promote from within who knows Pete Carroll's days might be numbered or they might not be numbered, but the point of the matter remains, they're going to have a new guy under center, whether it's Drew Locke, unfortunately, or if it's one of these rookie uh, quarterbacks that might, you know, come into play or who the hell knows. It might be a, a current veteran right now with as much QB movement we've seen, you know, just in the past 24 hours, who knows who could be their quarterback, but they have a plan in place. Obviously I wouldn't trust anything they say. Cause just a week ago, Pete Carroll's like, you know, Russell Wilson's our quarterback, you know, um, so it's like he's not the quarterback anymore. But it's funny. Another funny thing about the whole trade situation is the teams who he refused to lift his trade clause for. 
like <laughs> with Sanders the, and the Eagles, Eagles, the Eagles right. so I'm like <laughs> it's yeah. crazy as but a, as a cowboy fan i know that you find that very much so amusing oh, it's funny as hell <laughs> question for you so yeah. with this new change in quarterback and i know it's been leveraged before in the media just in just a short you know 24 hours or whatever but to you is this more of an appealing landing spot for a new owner um for the for oh, the yeah. team? like M- bringing most, in a most- new guy like with qualities and and leadership capabilities uh, like Russ, like yeah. what does that bring? Does that bring you optimism or you don't even care about it? You got the quarterback that you want. Oh, no, no. I, I definitely care. We've talked about it a few episodes, Dane, about, you know, the Broncos ownership situation. And I think well, this can only, good. yeah, they can, uh, <laughs> this move only elevates the value of the team. Like, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got a franchise quarterback now, a guy that, as seen as, you know, probably one of the most popular um, good guys, polished good guys. Like, this is the prototypical franchise quarterback, right? Smiling all the time, great leadership. Got a comb over. that you want, huh? <laughs> got, got a comb, comb over. He got a comb over. Got a daddy as a wife, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if you're an owner, like, why would you want to take control of this franchise, right? And mm-hmm. even more so, the Broncos historically has always been like one of the top five, six in value as far as. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? I thought you were about to say you something know, else. I was like, boy. <laughs> you thought Super Bowls? No, no, no. Just um, in terms of players or success. But, I mean, I would say oh, top 10 in terms yeah, of success. Yeah, just, just value, like the, value, the brand, yeah, the Broncos brand, brand has been a good one. So, yeah, I think, you know, this move only elevates that. And, of course, I mean, the free agent side of it. I mean, I don't know who, what other glaring needs we need. Hopefully Vaughn, you know, Vaughn was teasing. I don't know if you saw that Dane Vaughn yeah. was teasing coming back to Denver, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. The Rams are going to try to make their pitch for him, but I would love obviously Vaughn to, to come back to the, the Denver thing, Broncos. Y'all gave up the first and the second for this year in terms of day two picks, right? Yeah. We still have, we still have one, one more. Picks. We still have one more set. Uh, second round pick we have one okay. second round pick so this i mean this last time i talk about the draft but the draft is deep 100 125 picks is deep and there fast. is so much depth exactly fast <laughs> fast <laughs> depth <laughs> deep full of polished <laughs> dogs full of polished yeah. dogs so yeah. if there's a need that you have either on your offense because we've seen you know the past few years russ running for his life <laughs> we've seen that um if there are holes in hey, the yeah, yeah. look, and this offensive line in Denver is extremely better than what he's seen the last few yeah, years in Seattle. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there are, are plenty of opportunities for you guys to fall in love with the guy that you need to just pick, plug and play. Like so. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the last I talk about the draft for yeah. right now. Um back to the Seattle side of this thing, Dane. We talked about the quarterback situation mm-hmm. that they face. And I, 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 I as you were talking about it, I was I Googled Pete Carroll's age and he's the oldest. Did you know he's the oldest like coach? 80, in the NFL? 81, right? Or, he's, no, or no, no, he ain't that old. He's 70. <laughs> he's 70. Hey, he, 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 he's a sharp dude, though. He seemed like, like you mean, yeah. at first glance, yeah. like maybe 50 or 60, but dude is old. I, I, mean, I didn't this, know he was oldest. I know I know his I secret, bro. It. I know his secret. It's that damn bubble gum, bro. Whatever he's he chewing in the gum, that's that's bringing his youth down. Every time he chews a piece of gum, it subtracts, you know, months off of his life. So it's just like, yeah. boom, 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 getting younger. Boom, 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 getting younger. 
So yeah. that hubba bubba, whatever he chewing is is it's the secret, bro. I'm telling you, it's the juice. Because he's the oldest coach, I'm mm-hmm. thinking this is my mindset. I'm thinking right. he doesn't want to. I don't think he wants to wait around for a rookie quarterback to eventually become that guy mm. because I think he's kind of seeing the end of his career, kind of making one last ditch effort to push for, a, you know, a playoff push or whatever you may I think, yeah, he did. I think they're going <laughs> to use these picks to try and go after Deshaun Watson. Uh, I think he, I mean, wait, they got, they should have three first round picks now, one for next year. But mm-hmm. depending on what happens in his legal situation, obviously, I think they're okay. going to make a big push for for him. Um, I mean, Legend. as we'll talk about in these next few stories, Aaron Rodgers is off the board. Uh, Carson Wentz, whatever you think about him, is off the board. So the quarterback. quarterback market, <laughs> the quarterback market is shrinking. So I think I think Seattle is going to make a push just. For due to the fact that Pete Carroll doesn't have that many years left in coaching, that's what, that's what I think. So, hmm. Yeah, but yeah, Russ is a Denver Bronco man. I, I I woke up the next day in shock. Still, like I couldn't believe it. Well, but, woke um, up smiling. Yeah, well, woke up smiling. <laughs> yeah, the wife but, thought it was her, and it it, it wasn't. She was like, <laughs> "It's the back of her mind." She's like, "Oh yeah, Russ is in town." Like Russ, yeah. Russ, Russ. So you should smile like that more often. Mr. Mr. Unlimited. You seen that video? You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, yeah. He's unlimited. <laughs> He's so corny, man. No, I love him. He is. He is. He is, he is himself. <laughs> he is, we, are, yeah. look, we are not a monolith, and I appreciate yeah. it. We need, we need all, types, all types of brothers, even the corny ones, man. So it's all yeah. good. I'm with that. So this was the, the second big quarterback move of the week. The first one. Long-awaited move after weeks and weeks. Aaron Rodgers announced that he was returning to the Packers. Dane, soldier, first, first, yeah, first thing that came to your mind when you when you saw that news. Like I felt like we kind of all figured that, but um, I I thought he was gone. It's well noted. It's well noted. I thought Buddy was gone, Uh, but it's it makes complete sense in terms of drama or just the headline. Like even still. well, actually, guys have to deny all reports that came out about me signing a deal. Yes, there is a contract on the table. No particular, yeah. nothing particular. Like, okay, Aaron. Okay, we get it. Way to go, buddy. But I'm, I'm glad it's over. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I think everybody, everybody is at the Packers first fans. At you the know, first like, sign of trouble. At the first sign of trouble. Let them go on a two or three game losing streak, or him, you know declining sharply if he has anything in a, anything of resemblance to Peyton or Ben's last you know few games it's going to all hell is going to break loose and it's going to be funny as hell to watch and unravel but yeah well, happy for him man but, and you know they they franchise tag Devonte Adams so he'll have Adams back yeah. but I think it all comes down like Rodgers has won back-to-back MVPs right or did Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson win it and then he won it Anyway, I, who last I, I want to say Rogers. Let me look that up real quick. Or did Pat? Did Pat win? Wait. NFL MVPs. We're gonna try to be player. factual here on the duo. I think he won three um, seasons ago. Two seasons ago. Okay. No. Ago yes. Rogers back to back. He won it this okay. year. Won it last year, and then Lamar's before that. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers back to back MVPs, right? And right. you know, we talked about. 
the val- the validity of that award because they really don't take into account the playoff mm. part of it. Right. And so Aaron Rodgers always plays, you know, amazing from week one to what we got week 18 now. <laughs> yeah. The problem has become here. in the playoffs where he doesn't look like the same guy, right? Yeah. Now, one can say the defenses are prepared for him, right? The defense Absolutely. understands where what he wants to do, where he wants to go with the football, the tendencies, all that. Mm-hmm. I think if you're a back-to-back MVP, if you've won a Super Bowl, okay, you have to play better in the playoffs. That's you're at true. home, right? They, they were the number one seed this year, right? Yeah, but it was a bad year for top seeds this year, if I remember correctly. Right. But yeah. Or for I, home it, teams, it just yeah. comes it comes down to playing better in the postseason. Like, Absolutely. if you're supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time, mm-hmm. uh, as Stephen A. Smith would say, the bad man, Aaron Rodgers, right? You have to play better. I can I can agree to that. You have to play better. The defense, the compared to what he's had previously, the Green Bay Packers hey, defense is that was a Hall of Fame really level good. defense. That was a Hall right. of Fame level they, defense in what he's normally used to playing with. Aside from that Super Bowl right. season and the season before that, I can Those say are- Green Bay lost this year because of Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He did not play well. Oh, he did right, and so it's it. No matter what happens, or should I say, if he decided to go to Denver, if he decided to go elsewhere, it would all came down to what he does in the postseason. Okay. So whatever happens from Week One to Week Eighteen this coming year, every year moving forward with Aaron Rodgers, it won't matter. Only thing that would matter is how this team finishes in the playoffs, how he plays in the playoffs, right? Okay. That's that's, that's what I think about, you know, this situation. Like, nothing matters for him from week one to week 18. It's what you do come playoff time. Yeah, if you want to be – I mean, obviously, you know, when you get compared to the greats, they, they all the, um, most of what they talk about is, unfortunately – is the yeah the most inflated QB stat? It's, it's quarterback it, wins. It's yeah, it's, it's QB it's wins. More a, and, it's more of a team mm-hmm. stat than anything. If you want to really go off of some of quarterbacks, like the clutchness or thereof, two minute. Look at the last two minutes of games that they've won uh, and how they performed. Maybe you could look at that if if you want to talk about just how important a quarterback is uh, or how how great their legacy is. But playoff success definitely should you know should take a should take a, a front seat when you're talking about and you're talking about quarterbacks in that conversation. So I got you. Yeah, man. Step it up, A Rod. Uh, 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 uh. Dave, we talked about earlier in the podcast about Carson Wentz and mm-hmm. some in the news this week, of course. He got traded from the Indianapolis Colts after only one season to the Washington Commanders. To the Washington Commanders for a the Colts will receive the commander's third mm-hmm. round picks in 22 and 23. And then the Colts will receive a seventh round pick. But after, after one season, right. And I, I will say this after one season with the Colts and getting moved that quickly for Carson Wentz, do, do we have, do you know who the Colts head coach is? Do you remember who it is? Who's the head coach, Deontay? Frank Wright. <laughs> Wait, that so, sounds familiar. 
Very familiar. Isn't it the same guy? I mean, oh, go ahead, Deontay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell it to the people. Frank Wright <laughs> was the offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles when they won the Super Bowl that year when Carson Wentz got hurt in the wild card round. Yeah, got hurt in the ten, wild card round. That, that uh, 10-game third down outlier of his career. Yes, yeah. gotcha. Yes, yes, that one. Uh, Frank Wright was the offensive coordinator that season, and many attributed uh, Wentz's success to – Frank Wright, right? And so when Frank Wright became the head coach of the Colts, Carson Wentz going there was seen like a match made in heaven because, hey, he was my offense coordinator here. This seems like a perfect match. I can bring back the Carson Wentz magic from that season. No, the 10 games on third down of that season. The 10 games, sorry. Of third down in that season. For Carson Wentz to get moved after (laughs) one year with the Colts, that was supposed to be a perfect match for him. Hmm. Wentz is done, man. You know how to say Streets is done? Yeah. Wentz is done. Commander Commander fans, you know, we got our boy Marcus. He's a he's a Washington fan. Boy, big I, mom. Uh, hey, he, mom. He was excited. He, he was excited. About, <laughs> <laughs> he's excited about this. I just don't that's see. A, I mean, that's a, Washington, that's a Washington has uh, a solid defense. And the best, Terry on the offense. That's the end, best right? receiver. That's the best receiver in the division, and the best, in my opinion, the best defense in in the division. Yes, and then a great defense. But like the same thing we talked about with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, not the playoff aspect, but just playing yeah, better, playing. <laughs> and Carson Wentz, those last few games in Indy, he was playing like trash, bro. And so, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Carried by a really solid defense, um, as well as some great offensive weapons. Now, he's, in my opinion, as evidenced by his tenure with the Colts, he's a a, quarter, a good quarterback that did what he was supposed to. I wouldn't say he necessarily elevated the players around him, but that's a story for another day. You can pull all sorts of numbers and data points out your butt, but at the end of the day, that one year rental is no longer there. Um, we know that the, the engine that makes that team go is Jonathan Taylor. And all he needed was a average, an average quarterback to help them uh, have some, so, some sort of meaningful success. And that wasn't the case, unfortunately. It's okay to be a good quarterback. But if you want to be a good quarterback, you have to be on an elite team with an elite coach uh, with an elite defense. It, that's just what it is, unfortunately. You look at all the Super Bowl victories – in the past, you're going to have either a great coach, an elite quarterback, or an elite offense, or an elite defense. Sometimes you have all of those, but in most cases, you're not going to. That's just what it is. Yeah. Not to take anything from him, none of the success that he's had, um, but the expectation of being a first-round drafted quarterback in the top 10, I don't, I don't make the rules. I don't write them. I just follow them. And those rules say that this, you know, hopefully this third change of scenery is, is good enough for him, but history has shown us that it is not, but maybe there's hope. Calling him Commander Carson, bro. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I started, oh, what was the, what was the, how did that video go with the dudes, oh, remember? Uh, the little chant? The com- yeah, yeah, yeah. What was yeah, it? They, they stole the farmer's, um, yeah. the farmer's insurance uh, chant. Oh. They stole their whole they stole their whole floor. Carson. Word for word, bar for bar. Bar for bar. 
yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's not looking good for Carson, bro. But maybe a new change of scenery will do something. But shout out, to it's going to be tough. The the Giants defense, the Eagles defense, and the okay. Cowboys defense are all going to eat real good at least two times of the season. Yeah, sorry. So there was a lot of quarterback news going on, obviously, and now there's still quarterbacks left, quarterbacks available via trade, free agency. We got Trubisky left. We got Garoppolo. We got <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Deshaun. Marcus Merrill, those guys. Dane, who do you feel is the best quarterback option for a team that, that is in need of one? I think it's it just depends on the situation, uh, the scheme, the situation, the coach and what they're going to be asked to do. Uh, if they come in there, obviously one of the best positions in the NFL is the backup quarterback, uh, carrying, the clipboard, clip, carrying the clipboard. You can have a very long and very uh, rich, maybe wealthy career of doing so. So I don't know, maybe the best opportunity for these guys isn't being the guy long-term. Maybe they just are going to serve as the bridge quarterback, which might be good enough to, you know, get their team, you know, nine to 10 wins in the season. But, I'm not yeah. going to say which situation would be the best. I'd have to see how it plays out in terms of who goes where. Um, I'll be able to tell you based on, you know, based on historical, you know, context in situations where quarterbacks who have a particular set of skill set go to a particular offense and how they perform in the past, you might be able to make an informed decision. But to tell you right now, wouldn't be fair to those uh, those quarterbacks. But if I wanted to just answer your question, I'd say uh, – I, I'd kick the tires on Marcus Mariota, man, just to see what see what he still has has you know left in the tank. Um, of course, another first round quarterback that say what you want about where he ended up, but the success or lack thereof has ultimately led him on the path of just bouncing from one team to another, which is okay. Um, but just knowing your role and doing your job might not be might not be enough for a quarterback in this particular offseason. Not name Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or yeah. Carson Wentz. Or Carson Wentz. Yeah, the quarterback market, man. I feel like I was so glad that you know, for for Denver to be able to get Russell, <laughs> not like, just because <laughs> I like, just because I was tired of like being in the conversation of who was left and who was who we're gonna get. And quarterback class is, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, it's kind of iffy right now as far as the. The level Start, starting quarterbacks Start, don't grow on trees, yeah. bro. Or question yeah. franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees. Right. Right. And like it's case in point, like if you gotta have an elite quarterback to to win. And when I mean win, I mean Super Bowls, right? Elite like, quarterback, seen it the elite last quarterback with the elite pieces around him. That's the only right. way. That is the like, only way. You've seen it the past few winners, like Matt Stafford. I mean, I'm not saying he's elite, but he got Thank put you. in a perfect situation. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, Tom elite, Brady. Coach, elite coach with an elite defense. Good quarterback. Yeah, elite defense. There you go. Elite and offensive weapon. Tom Brady, right? Patrick Mahomes, the last few winners. Elite yeah. quarterback. <laughs> you go down the, the list. Look, you go down the list, and I'll let you know. I'll let you know how, how it all played out. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you, you got to have good quarterback play, man. And, like, once you're set there – the rest, you know, falls into place. But mm-hmm. lost in all the quarterback news, man. Atlanta Falcons receiver, Calvin Ridley, suspended for at least the entire 2022 season for betting on games. NFL released a statement Monday announcing his suspension, saying 
Ridley gambled on games over a five-day stretch in November 2021 when he was on the non-football injury list to address his mental health. Ridley stepped away from football on Halloween, saying he needed to get his personal life in order. Mm-hmm. In a series of tweets Monday after the ooh, suspension was announced, Ridley said he bet $1,500 total and that I don't have a gambling problem. He also tweeted that he couldn't even watch football at the time he made the bets. He added that he's just going to be more healthy when he comes back. Bro. Um, All I got to say is thank God he wasn't drinking and driving and beating up a baby mama, man, because otherwise he might only miss four games of the season. Yeah, that that's part of this issue. The The first thing I'll address before we get to that, why? 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 Right, yeah. That's yeah. That's the first question. He bet. He bet for Sam to win. <laughs> well, not even that. He bet fifteen hundred dollars, right? Uh huh. And he's not getting his whole salary for this year, so he lost eleven million, bro. That's the that's the worst bet he's ever made and ever will make. Secondly, so far, why, why, why? I don't know. And if you're gonna do it, right? Maybe bro, he's betting. <laughs> Maybe Cinderella or like Chris Carter says, a fall guy. Send your fall guy to do it. Like, right? I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe it's like there's no way they could trace this back to me. <laughs> I, I, I just think homie wasn't thinking and just was like, it's straight. Uh-huh. Because a lot, you know, I've, I've heard a lot about you know the different partnerships NFL has with betting and stuff like that. But yeah, in the in in in. The the uh, NFL and NFLPA agreement, like mm-hmm. betting is like they can't do it, right? Yeah, they, it's yeah, they can't. a rule. It's, it's best so, not the to bet players know that. Yeah, it's just tough when you when you want to argue morality versus yeah the, <laughs> the 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 moral side of things. Like, hey guys, we want to encourage you to bet. By the way. Gambling is a very serious thing. If you see that this is consuming your life or causing you to lose sleep or possibly lose your job, go seek help. By yeah. the way, players in this league, obviously, you know, they're, they're, there's a stake here for them to earn money from it, obviously. But that, that's my argument against like people that say, oh, well, the NFL has all these partnerships with betting. Well, the NFL has par- partnerships with like beer companies, right? But you're not supposed to go drinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's if like I feel like the NFL had to crack down on this, but then this will get into our next conversation about okay, the situations where there's assaults or you know like the Ray Rice situation from years ago, yeah. uh, the Tyreek Hill situation. You can go on and on about it. That's where the NFL I feel like took an L because Facts. that let, that's not lining it, up. It showed you where their priority was. Their priority was in in protecting their chickens. They had nothing to, nothing to do with doing what's right. It's protecting their investment, and you can't you just can't have a league where the players can bet on their own teams, whether mm-hmm. for good or for bad. It's bad business, especially in your very own apps. You have post yeah. a freaking money line for the game, like yeah. <laughs> it's. But, but yeah, I agree with that, and it's like. And it's not like they can't bet on any like it's just NFL games they yeah, can't yeah. bet on. Right? Obviously, in my head, on NBA. in my head, I would understand that. Like, okay, bet yeah. if I, you know, if 
the same thing. But you do agree them. that you do agree that NFL players can't bet on the game. And they're like, yeah, they, they, they shouldn't do okay. that. That's, that's obvious okay. common sense. I'm sure they have okay. meetings and seminars and all that type of stuff mm-hmm. to educate the players on, hey, guys, don't do this. I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. But at the yeah. same time, it's like I can see the rationale. I can see the rationale of a player like, hey, man, I could earn a little bit. But it's just weird. $1,500, like. And I think that a year, a year is crazy, bro. A season. So, oh, he's they're, they're making an example out of him, which I, I yeah. get that. But it's like your punishments don't really. And yeah. Historically speaking, your punishments don't mm-hmm. match up with the crimes mm-hmm. that some of these guys have committed, whether they are wrong or, or correction, whether they're innocent or guilty. Like, mm, tough sell. Yeah. The next, the heat is going to be on the next person that does something that has nothing to do with gambling. Um, you know, God, of course, God forbid that. Oh, well, we have another, injured. yeah, domestic. The heat uh, is going to be on that person situation. because yeah. this conversation it's is going to come, come up. up. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it has exactly to. Right. It has to because at the end of the day, it, it exposes what this is all about. The NFL looking good and not losing any type of money or losing in a significant amount of money at one of these key teams because he's at a, a he's at a pretty huge market team. This would mm-hmm. I don't think this would be the case at a smaller market team. This happened, I don't know. I I don't I have a good example for you. <laughs> no, I would say if this happened in the, never mind, never mind. I'm not gonna go there. Um, but yeah, go ahead, man. Next point. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's probably not going to sound right if it comes out. Let me just, nope. I think he was just like in a, I don't know. Like, and I won't go back to, I mean, he could still be having mental, like, situation. I won't dive into that. But I think that that was just a bad decision. Like, I don't get the, um, the, what do you call it? Rationale. I'm looking for the rationale, but the, uh, the positive outcome of this, you win money, but I mean, there might be something else at play. The risk, I think the risk is too high about. for something like, like, cause you know, the rules, you know, this is wrong. I guess that you could say that with any <laughs> situation, right? <laughs> but what maybe he didn't what's the know? <laughs> oh, maybe he didn't know. <laughs> maybe he didn't know. <laughs> or and maybe, you, Maybe he was trying to bet on an Atlanta Hawks game and he didn't realize it. He said Atlanta <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Point blank. Oh, period I, I is, got a better question for you. He know, he know now. Oh, what's up? You think he's the only one doing that? Hell no. Uh, like, but- Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Ain't no way. As many stories Other we hear. Just smart enough. Yeah, to- as many stories we hear about the, the competitiveness of these NFL locker rooms and just how you know, oh, so yeah. many guys that enjoy the card games, the dice, come on, bro. Ain't this hell no. There's plenty of situations. If anything, there, remember those seminars and meetings I told you about that teams have about gambling? If anything, that's going to happen twice as often. Like, hey, guys, we got to be careful. We, we got to be real careful because we already know, you know, with the, the NFL program in terms of piss testing and things like that, there there is there is an on-code. Uh, you know, a month before the testing is in whatever group message or whatever text change you have, it's like, hey, guys, we need to make sure that, you know, we're keeping clean and we're not doing any uh, extracurricular activities uh, that could get us fined or suspended for games. All right, bet. There's already inside information about that. Well, when the NFL was at the height of their suspending guys for, you know, putting medicinal uh, drugs in our bodies that had, you know, less damning effects than narcotics. But that's a discussion for another day. Anyways, this this definitely does happen, unfortunately. But that is, that's, that's just 
whatever consenting adults decide to do with their money is their business. Now, whether or not they have consequences to follow, that's up to them. But mm-hmm. it's definitely taking place. <laughs> Without a doubt, it's definitely taking place. Well, it's just so. being smart about it, I guess you could say. <laughs> Quote, unquote, smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't they, get caught. They sending it to a cousin or relative or a fall yeah. guy. And like, sending hey. it to Ray Ray. <laughs> yeah. You know, Ray Ray. Pookie. TT. DJ. Yeah. 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 In other news, your boy. This is actually from a few weeks ago and just catching up on it. <laughs> Two, I, I'd say back to back. Kirk Herbstreet to uh, announce Thursday night football games, which is now be which will now be on uh, Amazon. We'll be having that on How Michael? I won't hear none. You and got then to say. I'm good on Troy that. Aikman Troy. on the verge of leaving Fox for ESPN's Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. and there's rumors that maybe Joe Buck could follow him. Uh, um, why don't you like Joe Buck? He's annoying as hell. It's just a disgusting act. <laughs> Remember when Randy Moss mooned? Uh, yeah, that's what, mooned that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, a disgusting act. Like, bro. There's no place for that. <laughs> no place for that had, in this league. Literally had everybody doing it after scoring like touchdowns, like, you know, playing football during lunch, everybody doing the fake moon. Like, everybody was doing that. I remember that. Everybody was doing it. Doing the fake Randy Moss moon. Yeah. <laughs> the dance at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You heard you heard him talk about that before, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Randy um, Moss? Yeah, yeah. For, yeah, for yeah. those of you who don't know, the reason why Randy Moss decided to mock Moon the entire I think it was the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. uh, on the way to the game or games with an S, they he would see like as they were on the bus arriving. He would see a bunch of these fans, as he put it, <laughs> pulling down their pants and putting pressing their butts up against like the bus and, and stuff like that. So as he, you know, driving through, that's all that he said. They saw was pale white asses. <laughs> Nothing but ass. <laughs> Bro, that's disgusting. <laughs> Can you think about that in negative degree temperature? <laughs> Not even being able to feel your fingers and mooning people like that's just. <laughs> Maybe they didn't think. Maybe they didn't think they were pulling their pants down all the way because it was so cold. <laughs> Couldn't feel it. Oh, I thought I just brought it down halfway. Thanks. I mean, I mean, obviously, mooning people in public is you know it's disgusting. You shouldn't do it. But just the the funniness of it, like we we. <laughs> that is funny. Oh my god! So that's why he did it. But he got suspended. Did he get fined or suspended for that? I can't I remember. He just got fined. I don't think he got suspended. But Joe Buck was just over the top, like, "Oh my gosh, the worst thing I've ever seen in my life!" Yeah. Like, bro. Yeah, but we're seeing a a, a shuffling <laughs> of these announcer teams. It's all Tony Romo's it looks like, fault. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, I said it. I think people saw Tony Romo get that bag and was like, yeah, "Exactly." Like, Wait a minute, I'm way better than this guy. Like. And Tony, Tony isn't bad to me. Sometimes he's just annoying just, as hell. Yeah, he's just he's very wrong. over the top. Very he's over wrong. the top. You, know, you can see the you can see the robber here coming down into the box. You're gonna see a quick pass here from Patrick Mahomes, handoff outside <laughs> stretch. What was that, Tony? Well, remember that one time he like he was hitting on everything beforehand, yeah. and he but just kept broken, rolling with broken it. Broken clock is right twice. It is. 
Yeah. Sometimes yeah. people just want to watch the game and you talk about what's happening, not what's going to happen. It's like you idiot. Like it. Yeah, you don't want to. You turn off a lot of people. Like, and you're already oh, Cowboys. Jim, that was <laughs> wow, wow. And Chase is on the case. Like, no. we should be like that, bro. Yeah, I don't, nah, I'm good. Episode 77. <laughs> wow. We're 23 episodes away from 100, Dan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I get his excitement for the game, but sometimes some of that shit is uncalled for. As a Cowboys fan, like, I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to, I just, it's a long day at work. I'm just trying to watch a good game on a Monday night. Like, and you, you're ruining, you, you're ruining it. You're ruining it. Ruining it. Look at my lips. You're ruining it. So yeah, it's all Tony. In my opinion, it's all Tony's fault. The moment he got that bag, and it was like, wait a minute, this mediocre ass quarterback can you know get this giant, huge, beautiful contract. Certainly, me, I saw a Hall of Fame quarterback, I can do the same thing. So I ain't mad at Troy. Chase, chase that money. But as much as they paying these guys, chase there's plenty of money. Bag. Plenty of money that should be going around to these players too. So you know, that's my code. I'm gonna stay on it. You feel me? But shout out to Troy, number eight. Troy Aikman. All right, Dane. That time. You ready? Yes, sir. What's that sound? Nerdy news segment brought to you by. Shout out to Keith. Shout out to Keith one time. One okay, time, one time. I just realized I put this in the notes, but I forgot to talk to you about it beforehand. Oh, here's the thing. Uh, you can talk about it, and I just turn my volume down. No. Yeah, that way nothing has to be spoiled for you, boy. Because look, no. spoiler alert, your boy. I ain't been able to go see it yet. I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of Dang. packing, moving into a house. Was yeah. like I, my weekends have been booked. I'm supposed to. We're supposed to be going to see it this Friday. Me and the wife. His wife wants to see it. Of course. It meaning the Batman. The bat. The Batman. So the Batman. Okay. My my co-host here. No, the most, I'm not going to do that. One of my co-hosts here has seen it. I, your boy, have been slacking, and I no, because we gotta we gotta bounce it back and forth. You know, I need that. I need that. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. uh, what did you say? <laughs> You want to repeat that clearly into the mic, sir? <laughs> <laughs> this boy is a deviant. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about the Batman after you see it. <laughs> okay. Um, oh shoot! There's new Moon Knight footage. Damn it! I'm yes. again. When did that come out? Yesterday. It, it was today, and it it was just a couple of new shots about. Um, it was like a featurette where they interview. A couple of like the stars of the show. What do you um, feel about? What do you feel about? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That was very rude of me. Oh, what do you feel fine. about Saturday? Just hopping on real quick to go like ten minutes and then uploading that as an individual standalone clip, and then of course talk going back to it and just saying after reviewing the footage and seeing it again and having time to soak it in, let's talk about it on the actual pot. What do you feel? About? Yes, yes. That, that was my plan. Uh, my Nick, I'm glad you said this. I'm glad you <laughs> said that. Okay, bet. Bet, bet, bet. Yeah. 
Dane's gonna see the Batman Friday, hopefully, and we will upload I'm a clip it. of our I'm reaction. seeing it Friday. Okay, he's I'm seeing, seeing it. it, he's seeing it. I'm gonna see the movie. You feel me? He's seeing it. He's feel seeing it. So we'll 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 talk about that on on a YouTube clip that we'll post on YouTube about it. But uh yeah, Moon Knight footage, Moon Knight's coming out March 30th. Um uh, MCU's right version of Batman, some say, but yeah, right around the corner, a lot of f- of cool new footage about that. So check that out. Um, I don't know if you heard, Dane. There's rumors of a Daredevil Disney Plus show coming next month, or not next month, but your boy down Vincent the road. D'Onofrio, Vincent D'Onofrio posted on Twitter not too long ago about something like. Yeah, I, you know, because, we're, we're, yeah, we're Vincent D'Onofrio fan house. Like we love, right. so he said something. We listen, and yeah, the, you know, he's it's, it, the the tweet said WF. So WF, what does it, it stand for? And more importantly, the Netflix MCU, or excuse me, the Netflix Marvel shows are now coming to Disney Plus. So that only backs that up. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think it was only a matter of time before. Before that happened, um, yeah, I mean, do you feel like the content that we saw on the Marvel Daredevil show we'll see on Disney Plus, or do you think they'll kind of tame it a little bit? Nope, nope. They know that Daredevil, Punisher, those are two very successful entities, Marvel entities on Netflix. They know what the fans want. They know what the fans need. So whatever parental controls they have to have established in the accounts, that will be made possible. Because Moon Knight, that ain't mm-hmm. no squeamish type of stuff either. Like it's yeah. If they're gonna dive into, if they're gonna really dive into the mental health side of you know all things MCU, this is you. It's impossible for them to roll it out and, and be all you know pixie dust and rainbows and you know niceness and the little disney endings that they add on to all the cartoons from the 90s like they can't do that with this so you know they can try it if they want to but they're gonna have a lot of people really pissed off and they're 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 big on their you know the analytic side of viewership and how often something's been watched all that type of stuff you know people talk about it all the time they want to make sure the whole point of marvel or disney period is to put those butts in seats in the theaters now the other side of that of course is to get as many viewers as they possibly can to watch something on a streaming platform available mm-hmm. at home and to do that you want to maximize your viewership your product has to be yeah. either on the level or better than what it previously was and we saw on netflix this is dane b's opinion yeah. specifically what we saw on netflix from daredevil and punisher like that was that was that was a leap so yeah, I looked up the yeah. the rating. Um, it was it was mature on Netflix. Now I'm not sure if we'll get the mature part on Disney Plus, mm. but I think the fact that they're bringing those shows to Disney Plus mm. kind of brings that into account. I think they'll go R. I don't know about MA, which R or. is just or okay. So. Yeah, so oh, I thought you were saying or you saying R? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we'll see some kind of level or announcement where Disney Plus, you know, kind of d- perfectly puts that in the class where hey, 
put those controls on on these particular shows. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just like the street level shows, like uh, the Daredevils, and if we eventually mm-hmm. get Jessica Jones coming mm-hmm. on a new show or something like that. But yeah, that is coming down the line, Dane. And for our next segment, also remember, yeah, we'll do the Batman thoughts this weekend. Be looking on, looking out for that on YouTube. Um, and then for our final segment. What y'all want? You are now tuned in to the What Y'all Want segment of the Duo Sports and Stuff Podcast. The What Y'all Want segment brought to you by Keith. Shout out to Keith. Thank you, Keith. Uh, Dane, I kind of just threw this part in here. We did not get calls this week, but... It is March. March. March Madness. Madness. And I decided, yeah, yeah, yeah. March Madness is kicking off. The uh, conference tournaments are in play this week. Really? Selection Sunday is this Sunday, yesterday. And so this is what we're going to announce here on the What Y'all Want segment. The duo will be doing a March Madness Contest Tournament Challenge on ESPN. The link to that is in the description of this episode. The winner. Dane hasn't heard this. The winner of the March Madness Tournament Challenge Contest will, if they want, come on an episode with Dane and I on the duo (laughs) Sports and Stuff Podcast. Let's go. I think people will find that pretty fun. You can talk about anything you want with Dane and I coming on the episode with us. I'll have the link to the uh, tournament challenge. It's ESPN's tournament challenge. That I mean, I think most people use that one. So I created a group for that. The episode link, or excuse me, the uh, link to the challenge is in the description of this episode. Winner, you're guesting. Guesting. <laughs> I mean, it's a word, right? It's an adverb now. Okay. Adverb you know, adverb-ish. Right. Yeah, you can come on. You're coming on an episode with us, or you could just uh, say no, but I don't think you would. <laughs> Look, if you love us, you wouldn't do that. Let's, let's manipulate them. If you love us, you wouldn't do that, would you? Yeah, would you? Turn the boys down. You wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? <laughs> no, but that, I think that's pretty cool to do something in March as far as the contest and make a part of our what y'all want segment because you're literally coming on the show with us as the winner. So yeah, we'll especially so what happens if multiple people like what if there's let's say there's fifty entries and three people they have the same exact bracket and they all you know, of course they what 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 are they gonna do then? You wanna have three people on? Because I mean I'm down for a party, man. I ain't you know I ain't tripping. I've not, I've not determined the tiebreaker situation yet, but uh, you're supposed to have that little the best of part of the fine print language. You're supposed to like, yeah, say no, 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 no subject, yeah, subject to, and they have all that <laughs> must, be, at the must be must be eighteen to apply, and then it cuts yeah. off. Yeah, it's got a real small text. You got to use a magnifying glass to read it. That's what that's what you're supposed to put in there. The little disclaimer, but it's your first yeah. time doing this. I understand. Yeah, you I know. Get. It's only episode yeah, seven. I forgot the tiebreaker scenarios, but yeah, March Madness contest winner guest on the 
duo. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Episode 77 of the duo. Dane, you got anything to say before we get out of here, my guy? No one in the midst of spring break or spring break is soon to be upon us. So y'all have fun. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, be responsible. Um, it's getting cold out there. So, man, y'all make sure you put your jacket on. I'm tired of the cold weather, brother. Yeah, me too, man. But, you know. Oh, yeah. Don't forget your clocks this week. Spring oh, forward this, this weekend. Yeah. I love this time of year, though, because that's that's how you know summer's right around the corner. That, that, that spring coming forward, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Don't look at me like I'm crazy, man. I'm sorry, I hate you. Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 77, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Hey, YouTube, man, subscribe to the pod. If you're watching this episode, subscribe, like. That's how we get noticed. Tell your friends. Tell your friends' friends. On Spotify, give us a rating. They have, they have ratings now on Spotify. Give us a five-star on Spotify. On Apple, five-star review. That helps us out. Helps us get noticed. Also, dang, on Good Pods, we're number 42. 42. 42. 42 on the top indie sports podcast. Yeah. Made possible by I'm you. My I'm getting, <laughs> Made possible I'm getting by you. Come on. <laughs> you Made possible by you, the viewer. Thank yes, you. thank you. Yes, thank you. Number 42, that's that's pretty dang good. Let's see if we can get higher. Let's yeah. get higher. Let's get higher. Let's get higher. I told you I'm getting my Tony Romo on at the end. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Episode 77, we out. The do Do what?